0: Save your seat now at com. That's growandemaiallist.com to get started with an email list strategy that drives real results. I'll see you at the masterclass. So the reason why I love Pinterest is I think if people were to spend one hour on this platform to 20X traffic to the content that they're creating, giving it a much longer shelf life than things that live and die on social media, they could get their time back. Do you ever find yourself wondering what the future holds in this ever evolving world of business and entrepreneurship and marketing? I know I do. Sometimes I wish that I had this backstage pass to what other brands and businesses are cooking up for the new year to ensure that I'm on the cutting edge when it comes to marketing my own products, my own content, my own business. Now, I do not have a crystal ball yet, but I have been paying very close attention to the marketing trends being implemented by big brands and small businesses alike over the past few months. If we look closely, we might just see innovations that are going to be leading the charge this coming year. Inside today's episode, I'm breaking down five marketing trends that I am anticipating for 2024 so that you can join me and get ahead of the curve and experiment with using them in your very own business. Plus, I'm going to share how they are shaping how me and my team are strategizing for our own year in terms of launches, content creation, and more. Let's get ready to conquer the marketing landscape of 2024 together. Your sales software shouldn't be a bummer. When you step inside your CRM, you should feel equipped to do your best work. Like you're sitting in the pilot seat with easy to use, powerful controls. And that's the magic of HubSpot Sales Hub. The new sales hub is designed to help you win quarter over quarter and year over year. With an intuitive prospecting workspace and AI powered tools that reduce your workload, managing leads is a lot less like manual labor. And closing deals? It's no big deal at all wrangle your day-to-day tasks on a seamless platform that makes navigating contacts calls and analytics easy get ai powered tools like ChatSpot that are tailor-made to be personal assistance for your crm simply prompted to pull up a contact sum up last week's sales or research your competitors by automating steps across the sales pipeline you can take back your time and spend it on more impactful tasks close more deals and get on track for your best q1 yet Learn about HubSpot sales hub at hubspot.com slash sales. That's hubspot.com slash sales. The first trend that I'm anticipating for 2024 is a bigger focus on personality. Now, over the last year, AI has absolutely transformed the way that we do business. I love AI. I use AI, and I think we are just starting to tap into the power of it. But I also feel like there's this continued feeling of disconnection. It's kind of generalized our content, which means showcasing your personality is more important now than ever before. Personality on a bigger level is going to be that main differentiator between you and your competitors or people that have a similar product. Service or offer on the market. And one of the things that I've noticed is that there's this depersonalization of content or this distrust in the content that we're seeing. We've kind of become just used to reading things and not necessarily trusting that it's coming from the source. And so that's why I think that having your personality be front and center in this new year is going to be more important than ever. You want to make sure that people know and trust that everything you do, you see, you create you touch, you publish is coming really from you. I was listening to the radio the other day in my car. And one of the radio stations that I was listening to said, the word of 2024 is going to be authenticity. And I kind of rolled my eyes. I feel like that's been the word of the year for like the last decade. But when I really started thinking about this, it really brought me back home to the point of like personality. People want to really trust that what they're hearing is coming from the source. One thing that is so interesting when it comes to content creation, and I think it's both beautiful, but it also can be a roadblock for so many people is that over the years as content creators, we have started to outsource a lot of that creation, right? We've systemized it. We've created standard operating procedures. We brought people into teams. And so many of the top creators that I know and are friends with, they have like full marketing teams that are creating the content. And one of the things that I have never let go of in over a decade is that content creation process. I am behind every post on Instagram. I'm the one literally creating the reels. I am the one writing the captions. And so it's really interesting because I think that We need to kind of go back to our roots in 2024 and really ask ourselves, how did I grow this audience in the first place? How was I showing up? What was I giving them? How was I connecting with people on a human level? I don't know about you, but like I can just sense when there is a large account and I know that the creator isn't even the one publishing the content. I don't want to engage with that. I don't want to engage with someone's team member. I want to engage with that person. And so I think that that disconnect has created this chasm in the world of marketing, which leaving us really yearning for more authentic connection. One thing that was interesting, I was on a recent mastermind call with a bunch of CEOs and moms, and we were talking about this outsourcing the content creation process. And it was just a sticking point for basically the majority of us on that call of like, well, how are you doing this? There has to be a better way. There has to be an easier way. And it was one of the biggest pain points that so many of us were facing. And as we kind of went through that conversation and summed it up, we really came back to that conclusion that I think a lot of the content does need to originate from us. That the content that performs the best is the content we're excited about. The content that we didn't create weeks ago and then it went through some team and then some team edited it and then they picked a trending audio and then someone else wrote a caption. Now we have to publish it. That doesn't necessarily make us feel connected to what we're putting out. And so when we were talking about this on this mastermind call, What we really came back to is think back to what you were posting in your early days when you started to gain traction, when you started to grow a following, if that's you, if you've been in business long enough, or if you are new to the business world, think about the things that are resonating that you're talking about. Think about the things that you are excited about. Think about the questions landing in your DMs. These are the things that you want to be at the forefront of the creation process. And one thing that I think is really interesting is that this authenticity piece has been around for so long, right? We've really... Wanted to create true connection online. And I think that that's really a reflection of the loneliness in the world. But gone are the days where you want to blend in. If you are listening to this and you're someone that struggles with imposter syndrome, and so all you're trying to do is just look like everyone else who's already doing what you do, let that go. People want to connect with you, people want to know you, people want to be a part of whatever it is you're building. And so let people in this is a really interesting thing that I think we're going to experience. And I think that a lot of content creators that have kind of created so many procedures and systems around their content are going to find this year that the content that is going to perform the best and resonate the most is going to be the content that they create themselves. And I really hope that it like beckons people back into the joy of creating content. Because I think over the years, it's become something that haunts us on our to-do list that feels like something we must do. And it's not something that we are joyful to do. And so I kind of hope that it shifts things around and it really encourages us to just bring out the things that set us apart and that make us different and that come alive. And that is a trend that I'm very excited about and I'm fully jumping on board for. So trend number two that I'm predicting is a rise in long-form content consumption. So when thinking about some of the things that we're going to experience as a collective and we're already experiencing with shifts... One of the biggest shifts that we're experiencing is shifts in the economy, right? I think that a lot of people are going to start relying on long form content as a way to learn skills and strategies and how to master tools in order to gain or achieve success. I always talk about how there are two main things as entrepreneurs that we're willing to trade, time and money. There are going to be seasons in your life and business, especially in those early startup days where the only thing that you have to trade or to offer is your time in order to hopefully make Money you are going to be the person that is going to gladly spend hours upon hours in order to make pennies in those early days. And that is the cost of not having money to invest. That means that you're likely going to be devoting a lot more time. Oftentimes when an entrepreneur finds that success, when all of those strategies that they're learning and spending their time on start to help them gain traction, then they will hit a place where they will gladly trade money in order to get back their time. But what I'm guessing is, is that with the shift of the economy, and the fear around that, more entrepreneurs are going to be holding tight to their dollar bills and then investing more time. And I have a hunch that in that time investment, that exchange that's going to be happening, people are going to be turning towards long form content in order to find answers to their biggest questions and the problems that they're having. So the three main platforms that I am anticipating that we're going to see a rise in are podcasting, podcasting, blogging and YouTube as people turn to this more long form content in order to gain more comprehensive answers, answers that you can't necessarily get in a 15 second reel on Instagram or read in a caption. It's really interesting. When I think back to my early days as an entrepreneur and learning business, I did not have money to invest. I was paying off student loans I at an entry-level position. So I was a person that was reading business books. I was watching hour-long YouTube videos. I was reading and subscribing to blogs religiously. I was attending webinars. I was doing all of the things. Did it cost me my time? It absolutely did. But I didn't have anything else to invest in order to get results. So I am anticipating that there's going to be a rise in side hustles, that there's going to be a rise in this entrepreneurial spirit. But I also believe that a lot of the people that are at the beginning line are going to be turning to these long form content sources so that they're not just getting these quick little tips, but they're getting more of the process so that they can actually learn things and strategies and systems that they can put into place to help them to gain that traction. And again, once the traction is gained, a lot of times, scales tip. And all of a sudden you're like, Hey, hey, take my money, give me the system or give me the paid blueprint. I'm willing to invest my money to get back my time. But I really believe that with the shifts in the economy and with this startup energy that so many of us are going to be experiencing with that, we're going to be turning towards some really great resources like this podcast in order to get answers to a lot of the questions that we're having. And so if you are someone who is a long form content creator, you already have built out this library of resources for people and so start leaning back into that library to pull up relevant content keep sharing that content because i believe that people are now looking for more comprehensive complete answers than just these little quick hits or quick wins i think people need more of the big picture than these small little tiny actionable snapshots that we've been doing in years past and that is just my prediction and that is one of the reasons why i love the two mediums that i'm most prominent on My podcast and my blog... I love them because when somebody asks me a question, there is a vault of hundreds of episodes and hundreds, maybe even thousands of blog posts from the last decade that can help answer those questions and to really serve people and get them results for free so that when they have the finances to pay, they are going to be willing and excited to invest to get the next step of the process. And so I just want to preface that I think long form content is only going to be on the rise and i really believe that it's a valuable place that you should be spending some time creating building out a library of resources it's so funny because recently i've been connected with some authors and i remember reading their books when i was still a wedding photographer and learning about this online business world one of the books that i read was called launch by jeff walker and jeff walker is now a dear friend i was just at a mastermind with him And I look at him and I'm like, man, I literally remember being on a plane, flying to shoot a wedding and reading your book and like highlighting so many parts of it and just cracking open this belief and this understanding of what the online business world was. And so you are going to be spending your time. You're going to be trading your time, but the long-term effects of that in this season are going to be so worth it for you. And so dig into great long form content resources, look for people that actually teach and walk you through processes so that you're not wasting your precious time, but be willing to invest that one thing that you have right now in order to make the one thing that you want. And trust me when I say, once you start to gain that traction and get those results, the scales are going to tip and you're going to be so excited to spend your money in order to save your time. And that is coming for you. When it comes to content creation, you either do it because you love it or because you know it's a powerful business tool. membership sites, and so much more. So visit activations.com forward slash gold digger now for over 60% off. Do not miss out on this crazy deal. They rarely do discounts and it expires soon. That's activations.com forward slash gold digger. Trend number three that I believe is more chat automation and funnels. So really looking at nitty gritty strategy here and thinking through how we can reduce friction For the consumer and guide them to their answers faster and more seamlessly. This was a huge focus for me last year, and it is going to be a massive continued focus moving into the new year. I have talked about this strategy a million times on the show. It was my most talked about topic in 2023, and it was hands down the biggest results driver in my marketing efforts in the last year. And I really do believe it's a future of how we are moving forward with our marketing and how our content is tied to real measurable, tangible results, which by the way, makes point number one, the content creation process so much more fun. So if you don't know what a chat funnel is or how it works, hop on over to my Instagram, hit the button that you can message me or send me a DM and just type in the word chat, C-H-A-T. Send me a DM with a word "chat," and you can see what this is. You can literally experience what I'm about to talk about. But essentially, what chat funnels and these automations are going to do is they're going to put consumers in the driver's seats of this elevated experience that guides them on a journey that we, as the creators, get to create all on a place where we're meeting them where they're already at, which is Instagram. It is a much more direct way to get people to where you want them to go. So. Here's kind of the old way of doing it. So we have been doing this for years and years and years where we post content and then we say, click the link in my bio for more information. So basically, we are asking them to click out of the post, whatever post they're reading, go to your bio click the link in your bio, click to move off of Instagram, and then take some sort of action. One, that's a lot of clicks. Two, it is very likely that you're going to lose someone along that path. And so one of the things that is so fascinating and amazing about these automations is that someone can engage with your content. And it could be a post, it could be an Instagram live, it could be an Instagram story, and it could be a DM. They can engage with that content they say that they want more information. So you're not spamming people. You're literally serving the people who have raised their hand and said, I want more information. And then you are automating this process, allowing them to guide the process so that they can get the end result that you're talking about. So whether it's sharing links to your outfit or delivering a masterclass or sharing the products that you use and love, or inviting them to book a coaching call, like whatever that is, you get to create these streamlined automations and funnels that meet people where they're at and happen where they already are. So there is no leaving the Instagram app and you can collect email addresses. You can build VIP lists where you can broadcast and reach a group of people with one DM in their DMs. The open rates are like 99%. So you're not battling different algorithms or open rates. Like It's just amazing. It is so changing. And The cool thing is, is that it also helps people get comfortable engaging with you. So they have to engage. They have to express interest. They're no longer just waiting for your post to see if something resonates. They're saying, Hey, you talked about this thing. I really want it. I'm willing to type in that word and you can kind of figure that out. So again, if you want to see how all of this works, go onto my Instagram, type in the word chat, C-H-A-T. You can actually see what one of these looks like in action. And I just think what's amazing is that it's allowing us to eliminate so many of the pain points and the friction points that we have experienced with the old way of doing things. 90% of global consumers want to use messaging to talk to businesses. Like this is something that Twilio did research on. And so people are saying, I want to use messaging. Like messaging is a great way to get in touch to let me know more information. Chat funnels essentially empower your customers through their buying journey and help you build relationships, generate more qualified leads, increase average order value and customer lifetime value, and grow your revenue. We were able to drive over an additional million dollars in revenue using this one technique in the last year. And it has just been so transformative. It's changed how we launch. It's changed how I create content. It's changed how I feel about creating content. It's basically changed everything thing. The conversion rate, listen to this. The conversion rate for an automated DM conversation is a 95% email capture and a 100% open rate when someone is sent some sort of free value that they opted in for 100%. Compare that to a 25% open rate on a traditional email list and that is a whole lot more leads all coming from your Instagram, which is fully automated. And this is not a knock at email marketing. Email marketing will always be my number one, my bread and butter, the way that I drive sales. But I have been able to use a strategy to get people off of Instagram and onto my email list. We've gotten over 50,000 new email subscribers in the last year alone using this strategy, and we've been able to drive that revenue. So it's like a two-for-one deal, all while meeting people where they're already at and encouraging them to consume your content, and to engage with you on a deeper level. And I just think it's awesome because throughout the process, you're able to learn more about this person in the DMs. You can ask them qualifying questions. You can get their email address. You can reach them on multiple mediums. You can gain insights and you can circle back and send them reminders that they don't follow through because life is busy. We're getting hit at so many different directions. And so it is just an amazing thing that I am fully predicting that more businesses will get on board with in the new year. And I'm so excited for it because I can't stop talking about it. I can't stop telling people about it. It is so transformative. Trend number four is this, and this is more of a hope, maybe less of a trend, but I really hope that in this new year, there is more of a focus on time freedom instead of money. This last year was a year, at least in my feed, where I could not scroll Instagram for more than 10 seconds without seeing a post about someone making $10,000 a week doing something or without those posts about money where you're forced to read the caption in order to understand the what and the how they did that. And here's what I want to say. I am not knocking these posts. We have used these posts in my marketing and they are wildly effective. I hate these posts. I hate creating them. I hate publishing them. And I hate that they perform better than everything else. Like genuinely, I just, I hate that. But what's so interesting is that it catches people's attention with what they think they want and likely what they need, which is more revenue, more profits, more income. But what I am hoping on is that we can kind of shift the conversation to be focused more on time and freedom and joy One of my biggest realizations over the last year is that like I love entrepreneurship. I literally had a dream about this last night now that I'm thinking about this. I love entrepreneurship so much. I love the topics I teach on. But for example, I teach about how you can use Pinterest in under an hour a week to 20 extra traffic. I literally teach that. If you want to learn that strategy, you can go to teachmetopin.com. That's teachmetopin.com. I have a masterclass teaching Pinterest. Now I love Pinterest. But the reason why I love Pinterest, and I literally had a dream about this last night, the reason why I love Pinterest is that the average entrepreneur is spending eight hours a week on marketing. Most of those hours are not tied to actual results, right? We're talking about things like creating content. And if you're not using chat funnels, it's really hard to give quantitative measurements and results to the content you're creating, which is why you hate doing it. And so the reason why I love Pinterest is I think, If people were to spend one hour on this platform to 20X traffic to the content that they're creating, giving it a much longer shelf life than things that live and die on social media, they could get their time back. And with their time back, I want them to live their life more. I don't want you to work smarter so you can work harder. I want for you to work smarter so you can live more. And so what's so interesting to me is that all of the strategies, everything I teach about business is not because I just love entrepreneurship. I love the freedom it gives me. I love the security it gives me. I love the motivation it gives me. I love the relationships it gives me. I love the life it gives me. Like I could not have this life without entrepreneurship. And so one of my predictions and hopes for the new year is that people start to come back home to their values and to really think about what is it that I really want and need. Because it's so easy to see those posts on social media, of how people make a quick buck or how this one digital product drove $30,000 in revenue. And we get really curious, right? But when we get to the heart of it, I think that is what we think we want when really what we need is more peace and ease and freedom and time and life in our days. And so when I have one-on-one conversations with people, most of the time, we're not talking about money. We're talking about this desire to truly live and treat time as our currency, time to live, time to parent, time to relax, time to rest. And so while it's catchy and it's easy and it converts well and it does well to post about money, I hope that we are starting as this collective to release this notion of hustle culture and working harder so that we can work more and shift into this new way of experiencing life to pursuing a lifestyle that isn't about constant productivity and creating 24/7 and having our worth measured by titles and awards and things that don't really matter. I hope that this next movement in entrepreneurship is really this extension of this deeper desire that we're having of freedom and choice and flexibility and legacy and joy. So maybe I'm just crossing my fingers on this one, but I am tossing it out into the ether. I'm tossing it out into the airwaves because I hope maybe all of us, all of us gold diggers can run with us and start to shift the conversation and start to shift the content that people are engaging with to just bring more joy to people's lives. Article is offering our listeners $50 off your first purchase of $100 or more. To claim, visit article.com slash golddigger and the discount will be automatically applied at checkout. That's article.com slash golddigger for $50 off your first purchase of $100 or more. Okay. Trend number five is this, the rise of LinkedIn. Now I am calling it right now because I feel like LinkedIn is going to hit center stage in the new year. Like mark my words, I am sensing it. I am believing it. This is a platform that for so many of us, it has collected dust. It is something that we have been sleeping on. It is something that we don't pay any attention to. It is something that we invest no time into. For many of us, we are likely serving other professionals, maybe other business owners, other entrepreneurs. And what's so interesting is that for me in my business, we have been half-heartedly doing LinkedIn for years. I had an episode years back about LinkedIn. It inspired me to at least get on the platform and update my profile. But one of the things that we did in 2023 and one of my biggest predictions for 2024 is this rise in LinkedIn and its prominence in this whole ecosystem that we have created with social media. And I believe that it is time to get serious about LinkedIn in this new year and how we can use it as a means of connection and sharing and engagement and just like a way to spread the word about what we're doing and what matters to us there are obviously so many professionals on there there are so many opportunities to make really valuable connections on that platform and i believe it is one of the most under leveraged platforms out there so one of the best things about that is that you have a way bigger and better chance of going viral and standing out on this platform So we have been experimenting with different types of content. And over the last few months, I was like, let's finish 2023. Use this time as an experiment with LinkedIn and bring all of the insights and information into the new year so that we have this sound strategy that leaves us ready to rock in 2024. So get this. LinkedIn has over 930 million members. They keep updating that number and it grows faster than ever before. It used to grow at a rate of two new members every second, but now it's growing at a rate of three new members every second. So their CEO recently said that their goal is to get 3 billion. Yes, billion with a B members. So this platform is on the rise. Last year, 77% of content marketers said LinkedIn produced the best organic results over any other social networks. Now, on average, brands get seven times more reactions and 24 times more comments on LinkedIn live streams than regular videos. And 40% of B2B marketers surveyed indicated LinkedIn as the most effective channel for driving high quality leads. So this is an area where certain people are going really deep, but there is so much room at the table for you. So if you are curious what inspired me to get really serious about LinkedIn, you have to listen to my interview with Hala Taha, episode 699. I'm going to link it for you in the show notes. But inside of my episode with Hala, she teaches us how to grow our personal brands and market our businesses on LinkedIn. And her advice Inspired me so much when she came on my podcast that I started using her strategies. And since August, listen to this since August, so a few months, we have nearly doubled our followers on LinkedIn. We've increased our average impressions on each post by 900% and took our average comments from eight per post to over 120 per post just by using her strategies. So trust me when I say LinkedIn is where it needs to be. And one of the things that's so interesting is one of the strategies that she teaches is how to like pay attention to your peers in the industry and start to notice like what connections do they have? Is there a way to like create this community? And one thing that we've noticed is that so many of my peers are not using LinkedIn. I'm like, come on to LinkedIn so that we can grow together. And so I really, truly believe that LinkedIn is a place where it is going to be a worthy investment of your time. It's going to be a whole new channel. You're going to have a way better chance of going viral on LinkedIn, and you can create super meaningful connections. Like imagine connecting with different press members, with connecting with your dream clients, connecting with other peers in your industry, connecting with conference hosts, connecting with public speakers, connecting with podcast guests, like all of these people are likely on LinkedIn. And so I really think it is a place that we should not be sleeping on and be investing our time and our energy into learning. And again, I am going so much deeper on this in 2024 and I'm very excited and I'm inviting you to do the same with me. So there you have it. Let me recap the five main marketing strategies that I am anticipating for 2024. So first, a much bigger focus on personality share the things that make you different. They don't make you weird. They make you interesting. They are memorable. They're the things that people are going to cling to in a world where everyone is starting to look like everyone else. So make sure you are positioning your personality as the main thing, because to be honest, there are going to be other people that are doing what you do, that are selling what you sell. You are the only thing that they cannot replicate. And so stand out. Number two is a rise in long form content consumption. If you are someone listening to this and you're wanting to start a side hustle or to grow your business or to add a new revenue stream, start consuming the right long form content look for the books, the YouTubes, the podcast episodes that are going to help get you closer to that goal and be willing to trade your time in order to get results. And if you are a long form content creator, keep on creating content that people are searching for, that they are wanting and know that it is not done in haste, that it is going to serve you and them in the long run. Number three, more chat automation and funnels. This is the number one strategy that really transformed my business in 2023. We are going to go deeper on this. Again, if you want to see how this works in action, go on to Instagram at Jenna Kutcher, type in the word chat, Send me a DM and you can see how this works and understand how it eliminates so many friction points and allows you to engage in a way that you wouldn't be able to without automation. Number four is more focused on time freedom instead of money. Really asking yourself, what are my values? What am I after? Why am I doing this? What is my enough point? And getting clear on that. And leveraging that in your marketing so that people can really see why it is that you do what you do and why that matters. And lastly, the rise of LinkedIn. Come and meet me over on LinkedIn if you want to see the strategies we're doing and start to kind of pay attention, knowing that we are investing in this platform and the way that we're utilizing it. Maybe you can pick up some tips and see some of Holla's strategies in action on my LinkedIn account, which we'll link in the show notes. And so I want to meet you over there. I would love to connect with you gold diggers on LinkedIn and let that be a focus for you in 2024. I hope this episode has sparked your creativity and ignited your passion and your excitement for staying ahead in this ever-changing dynamic world of marketing. Remember, the future is not set in stone. It is shaped by innovative minds just like yours. So consider these trends a source of inspiration for you, this practical guide for shaping your strategies for 2024, and a preview of what I am excited about in terms of possibilities that are on the horizon. Until next time, gold diggers, keep pushing the boundaries of what's possible in the world of marketing with me. And of course, keep on digging your biggest goals with me in 2024. Thank you so much for letting me be a part of your journey. I'm over here giving you a virtual high five because you just finished another episode of the gold digger podcast